concluding our series today on the power of the cross. And throughout these series, we've been looking at some of those big words from the Bible. Some of those words that maybe you hadn't understood before, like redemption, meaning that God has brought us back for a price, and that price was his son, Jesus. Justification. I always loved learning that um, the way to understand being justified is justified stands for just as if I'd never sinned. I just like it. (laughs) Today, we're going to be talking about another one of these big words called sanctification. Yeah. (laughs) I am really excited to bring this word to you today because if you understand that you are sanctified, it changes the way you live your life. So that's what we're going to delve into today. So what does sanctification actually mean? Well, of course, I was doing a bit of research coming up to preaching about it. And I looked um, and I actually found three different definitions for sanctification. I actually, I really like going to the dictionary and looking up what do they actually And the third is the action of making or declaring something holy. And I see we've got some awesome note takers here this morning, so I'll go over them again for you. (laughs) So one was to be set apart for God's special use and purpose. Two, the action or process of being freed from sin or purified. And three, the action of making or declaring something holy. It's pretty awesome, isn't it? That's sanctification. And we're going to delve in a bit deeper to this word this morning. In our Christian lives, there is actually three phases of sanctification. So we're going to look at each one of those phases. So the three phases are positional sanctification, progressive sanctification, and perfect sanctification. So let's have a look at positional sanctification, which is the first phase in our Christian life of being sanctified. So positional sanctification is about our position or our standing before God. And this happens at the moment of our salvation. As soon as we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Saviour, we become saints. We are set apart in that moment. We are holy and sanctified before him. We, We are set apart in two ways. We are set apart from sin and we are set apart for God. In that moment. So that is our positional sanctification. So I'd like you to turn with me to 1 Corinthians and keep your Bibles handy because we're going to be using it a lot this morning. Love the Word of God. So 1 Corinthians chapter 1, 
verse 2. To the church of God in Corinth, to those sanctified in Christ Jesus and called to be his holy people, together with all those everywhere who call on the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, their Lord and ours. So if you have called on the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, you are sanctified in Christ Jesus and called to be his holy people. That is your position. And we're going to look at another scripture. Romans 8, 29 to 30. So Romans chapter 8, verses 29 to 30. For God knew his people in advance... He chose them to become like his son. So that's what he's chosen us for, to become like Jesus. So that his son would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And having chose them, he called them to come to him. And having called them, he gave them right standing with himself. So we have right standing with God. That is our position. And having given them right standing, he gave them his glory. So when God looks at us, he sees us through the sacrifice of his son, Jesus. Jesus came and died on the cross to atone for our sins. So he paid that price. So when God looks at us, he's not looking at the sin He is looking at us through the sacrifice of his son, Jesus. And through that, we are holy and blameless in his sight. Now, I don't know about you, but I struggle a little bit with that because I find it hard to see me as holy or blameless because I look at the sin in my life. I look at the ways I've messed up. You know, sometimes we come before God and we see ourselves as shameful or dirty or stained and flawed. But Jesus has paid the price for that. So as Jesus paid the price and we accept him as our Lord and Saviour, it's like God puts this perfect white robe garment over us that is pure, without blemish, without spot. And that is what he sees when he sees us. Because our position with God is that we are sanctified. We are set apart. We are made holy for his purpose. That is our positional sanctification. So we need to start seeing ourselves the way God sees us. God sees you as a saint Say with me, I am a saint. You are a saint of the living God. And you are just as much a saint as St. Peter, St. Paul, St. Mark, St. Luke. You are just as much a saint as they are. Jesus did not shed extra blood for them. He shed his blood for all of us. We are saints and we need to see ourselves 
from that perspective because that is how God sees you. You are his saint. You are set apart. You are holy. You are righteous because of him. That is your position before God and that is what positional sanctification is and that happens the moment you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Saviour. So now we're going to move on to our second phase of sanctification and that is called progressive sanctification. So salvation is just the very start of our journey with God. It's an amazing start. It's an incredible moment where we encounter God for the first time. We feel his love. We become um, holy, set apart right in that moment. And I'm sure many of you remember that moment for yourself and how incredible that encounter with God is and how it changes you. But if that was the end game, if salvation was the only point, then as soon as you accept God, you might as well just die, then be with God. But no, that doesn't happen. We are still here. So there is more work to be done. Salvation is the start of a beautiful relationship between you and God and it's the beginning of a journey of being set apart for him. Once you've been saved, there should be things in your life that change. If you think back to the moment that you became a Christian and got saved and where you are now, you should be able to see a difference and that should have taken that journey Your priorities shift. You no longer want to sin or be a part of the world because you're not part of the world anymore. You are set apart. This is progressive sanctification at work in your life. Now, I know when I became a Christian, so I was 15 and I became a Christian in this church and I'm a bit older than that now, so it's been a little while. (laughs) And... um, And I definitely felt that immediate sense of God's presence. And I was just, I love, I still love God so much. But I remember just being so excited to know everything I could know and to talk about God. I'd bring him up in every conversation possible. And I was so excited. And my lifestyle and my choices had to change. And that was a process. Because initially... The same friend that actually brought me to youth group and then to church and saw me get saved, my Christian friend, was the same friend that was taking me to parties where we were getting drunk and, um, and things as well. But I, I was thinking, oh, because I was feeling a bit challenged that, you know, I probably shouldn't be doing this. But then I'm like, oh, but my friend, she's a Christian and she does it. And at the time, there was um, someone in the youth group who was in leadership who was also talking about going clubbing and drinking. I found out later our pastors didn't know about that. But, um, (laughs) But so he was doing it. And so I just thought, well, it must be okay. And then God challenged me and said, you do not look to people for what is right and what is wrong and what you can and can't, what you should be doing. You look to me. And so that was a big moment of progressive sanctification in my life because I knew that 
I needed to look to God for what is right. So progressive sanctification is the acting out or the outworking of our positional sanctification. That's why it's so important that we understand who we are in Christ Jesus, that we are saints of the living God, because now we need to start acting like it. Dr. Tony Evans says, You are holy in the sight of God, even though you are not holy in experience. So you need to start acting out of your position of being sanctified. So let's look at some scriptures on this progressive sanctification. We're going to go to 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 1. So 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 1. Because we have these promises, dear friends, let us cleanse ourselves from everything that can defile our body or spirit and let us work toward complete holiness because we fear God. So you are holy in your position, but you need to work towards complete holiness. You are clean Because Jesus has washed away your sin, but still we need to cleanse ourselves from everything that can defile our body or spirit. That is progressive sanctification. So you are holy in position, but you are not holy in practice. The idea of progressive sanctification is to get your practice closer to your position. That's loud in the microphone. So we've got our position here. Not sure how I'm going to do this with the microphone, but I'm going to try and demonstrate. So this is our position. Right standing, holy, um, changed, white, blemish free, no pimples, nothing. This is our position before God. But our practice is somewhere over here. So the idea is to move it closer to your position. And I find it's a bit like this, like you get saved and you do a big jump over to your, towards your position, but then you kind of go like this. But hopefully you get there to our third position, to our third phase, which is perfect sanctification. I like the analogy that Pastor Ian gave us um, not too long ago that as Christians, we enter the kingdom of God through the narrow gate. And he, that, you can find that in Matthew chapter 7, verse 13. And the reason it's narrow, because you have to squeeze to get through it, because you have to leave all these other things behind. You need to take off the sin. You need to take off the baggage that the world has placed on you. And as we're squeezing and things are coming off, that is progressive sanctification because you are getting closer to your position of being holy. It's about becoming like Jesus. So progressive sanctification is the process of breaking sin's dominion over you. Instead of sin telling you what to do, 
You tell sin what to do. So let's go to Romans chapter 8, verse 13. Told you we've got lots of scriptures today. So Romans 8, chapter 13. For if you live by its dictates, you will die. But through the power of the Spirit, you put to death the deeds of your sinful nature, you will live. So progressive sanctification happens through teamwork between you and God. You can't do it on your own. It says here it's through the power of the Spirit that you put to death the deeds of your sinful nature. We're going to look at another scripture that shows this. Philippians chapter 2. Giving your Bibles a workout this morning. I love it. (laughs) Philippians chapter 2, verses 12 and 13. Dear friends, you always followed my instructions when I was with you. And now that I am away, it is even more important. Work hard to show the results of your salvation, obeying God with deep reverence and fear. For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. So in verse 12, we've got that we need to work hard to show our salvation, the results of our salvation. We need to put in some effort here, guys. We need to put in some effort to conquer the sin in our lives. So we work hard, but at the same time, verse 13 shows that it is God working in us that gives us the desire and power to do what pleases him. It's a team effort. So we need to work hard, but while we are doing that, God is working in us and giving us the power and desire to obey him. If we try to do it without God, we will fail miserably as he's the one who gives us the desire and the power to do it. Trying to do it without God is believing that we can make ourselves holy through our works and that is never possible. It is through faith and works working together. It's impossible to have faith and not have works, but it's impossible to have works and not have faith. The two have to work together. It's us and God working together, and that is the outworking of your progressive sanctification. So that brings us to the next one. Perfect sanctification. So you've got your positional sanctification here. You've got your progressive sanctification trying its best to meet up. And then finally, the two come together for perfect sanctification, the last phase in our Christian walk. Now, this happens when we are separated from the very presence of sin at either rapture or death. At that moment, we will be perfectly sanctified. You're quite happy with the progressive now, aren't you? (laughs) Perfect isn't sounding as good. I don't know. Sounds pretty good to me. 
So let's have a look at this perfect sanctification in the book of Jude, um, verse 24. There's only one chapter in Jude, so we'll go to verse 24. Now all glory to God, who is able to keep you from falling away and will bring you with great joy into his glorious presence without a single fault. So when we go to be with our God, we will be without fault, not just because we've got, that's the way God sees us and it's our position, it will actually become reality in that moment. There'll be no fault in us at all. Nothing of sin is with us, in us or near us at that moment. I'm going to look at another scripture about perfect sanctification in Revelation chapter 19 verse 7. All the way at the back. (laughs) So Revelation chapter 19, verse 7. Let us be glad and rejoice and let us give honour to him. For the time has come for the wedding feast of the Lamb and his bride has prepared herself. The church is the bride of Christ. And we are preparing ourselves to be presented to him. Now, I remember my wedding day. It was um, 15 years ago now. And in this church, but there was a lot of preparation that went into that day. There's a lot for all the things like photography, reception and all that. But even for the bride herself, There's an incredible amount of work and preparation that goes into that one day. You've got to choose the perfect dress. But once you find the perfect dress, it doesn't fit perfectly. So then you need to get it altered. And then you foolishly go to a very boring motorsport event with your husband and get really bad tan lines. So then you need to look at getting a fake tan. But you've never done that before. So you've got to do a trial run. And then um, you've got to try all your makeup. And then you've got to think, oh, how do I want my hair? I need to dye it this long beforehand and then have it styled on the morning. And, and I'm not good at these things. So I needed a team of people to help me in my preparation. And uh, I'm not a fan of the fake tans, I've got to say. The, um, the next day after the wedding, I went in a spa bath and I came out looking really streaky and blotchy afterwards. So... <laughs> not recommended. I don't know, maybe they're better now. Maybe 15 years ago they still needed a bit of work. But on my wedding day, I was presented to my husband as perfectly as I possibly could have been. There was nothing more I could have done to have prepared myself for that moment. And so progressive sanctification is like a bride working on herself and preparing herself to be her absolute best On her wedding day, perfect sanctification is like when she walks down the aisle and meets her husband. Perfect sanctification is where we are presented to the King of Kings, our Lord and Saviour, and in that moment we are perfected. There is no spot or blemish. We are wholly and completely separated from this world and from sin.
I've got one last scripture for us, and it's a good one. It's a really good one. I saved the best for last. So 1 John chapter 3, if you can turn with me now, although I'm just turn my head really. Um, 1 John chapter 3 verse 2. So 1 John chapter 3 verse 2. Dear friends, we are already God's children, but he has not yet shown us what we will be like when Christ appears. But we do know that we will be like him, for we will see him as he really is. We will be like Jesus. That is perfect sanctification. Progressive sanctification is working towards being like Jesus as much as we can be. Perfect sanctification, we will be like Jesus and we will see him for who he really is, see him in all his glory, all his splendour. In that moment of either death or rapture, we will be just like him. And he is the only one who has ever lived a perfect life and there was no sin in him. Absolutely perfect. Not even a spot or a wrinkle. We will be like him. And we will be made perfect. And that is the work of perfect sanctification. So I really hope that this message has really clarified for you what sanctification is, because it's so important that we know what God has done for us, what it has achieved and what our position is because of his sacrifice. And then out of that, we need to start living our lives in a way that we are trying to be more like Jesus. And then one day we will be just like Jesus. So I'd like to ask you to just all close your eyes for a minute. We're going to spend a personal moment between us and God. And I want you to just have a think about your journey with God. Have a think about the time that you became a Christian and where you are now and the good works that God has done for you. And in this time... I just want you to ask God if there's anything that He wants to do in you and to change in you because He has set you apart for His good purpose. So I want you to take this opportunity to seek Him and what He wants to speak to you right now.
Lord God, in this place, this presence, this anointing that's here right now, I thank you that you are speaking to your people. I thank you for the work that you have done in us, that you are bringing us to a point of perfect sanctification. I thank you that we are sanctified, that we are set apart for you, Lord. And God, I pray that you will use each and every one of us here for your glory, God. Help us to be open to the things that need to change in our lives and help us to hear your voice and your leading for what you are calling us to do. As we work together with you, Lord, to become more like your son. Thank you, God. And I just want to ask right now, while everyone's head is bowed and eyes are closed, if there's anybody here who has not yet said yes to our Lord and Saviour who died on the cross for you, I want to give you an invitation and an opportunity right now to know God personally, to have your own relationship with Him, to be one of the saints, to be sanctified. If that is you and you want to say yes to God this morning, just raise your hand for me now while no one's looking around because I want to pray for you. Just raise your hand if that's you today. You want to say yes to God. You want to be sanctified. Okay. So God, we thank you for the work you have done and what you are doing in us today. God, we rejoice in who you are. We are so grateful that you are making us more like your son. And God, we want to be obedient to you. Thank you, Lord.